Are you a coach, consultant? And now, welcome to Like a Boss. Insights with influencers, creatives, online entrepreneurs, and badasses like you. Here is your hostess, Heather Havenwood, Chief Sexy Boss, helping you rise to the top. Are you a coach, consultant, small business owner, or online entrepreneur? Do you want to significantly grow your business, triple your list, and double your sales conversions? If the answer is yes, then launching a podcast is the next step. You see, being an expert in your field, having a website is no longer enough to be noticed in today's marketplace. I call it the influencer effect. Being an influencer is the key. You see, people do business with people they know, like, and trust, and having your own podcast helps people to connect with you. If you're interested in having me help you launch your own podcast, grow your influence, and promote your business, then go to InfluencerGrowthFormula.com. That's InfluencerGrowthFormula.com. And let me help you rise to the top. Hi, everyone. My name is Heather Havenwood, and welcome to Like a Boss, where we interview insights with in- entrepreneurs, uh, badasses like you. I totally just messed up my entire opening. That's really awesome. Okay, this is Like a Boss. Welcome to Like a Boss, where we interview insights with on- in- entrepreneurs and badasses like you. So today, we have another badass like you on the call today. Sarah, are you there? I'm here. Nothing like botching up my own intro. There <laughs> there you go, bosses. That's what it looks like to be a boss. So uh, you got to take responsibility for all your stuff. So this is Heather Haywood again, Like a Boss. You can find us on iHeart, Spotify, uh, Roku, as well as iTunes, Google Play, and soon to be Pandora. Okay, let's dive in. Sarah, how are you today, by the way? I'm great. How are you? Good. Excited to so be where, here. Where are you? I'm in Israel, oh, of all places. Yeah. Oops, surprise. I, li- I moved here about 10 years ago, but I'm Canadian. I'm from Toronto originally. Oh, wow. You're in Israel. Like, I was wondering oh, yeah. what the area code was. It was I thought it was a misprint. <laughs> I, I, <knew> it. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> no, you're actually in Israel. Okay, got it. Awesome. Well, great. Congratulations and welcome to yeah. Like a Boss. Okay, Thanks. so Sarah Noked, is that right? Say your last name. Noked. It's Noked. It's like naked with an O. Noked. Naked with an O. The emphasis here is on the end of the la- on the end of the word. It's like the last syllables. Uh. <laughs> so uh, no okay, N- Sarah. Naked with an O or naked with an O. How do you like? Yeah. How, Sarah. How do you say it again? No, no ked. No ked. I know it's a hard one. And I my my maiden like my my name before I got married was Mocon M O C O N, which people used to botch all the time too. So it's just like, well, you know, I'm kind of used to it. But <laughs> no ked. Well, let's talk about who you are in the world and how badass you are. Uh, Let's talk about that because that's way more fun anyway. So, okay. You are an MBA graduate. You have your own MBA, but you also are a certified online business manager and digital marketing strategist with more more than 10 years experience in the online world with a stellar team of OBMs. We're talking about today exactly what OBMs are. And you help your clients stay on track for growth and development. And we do this by managing their projects, teams, operations automation, and launches. In turn, our clients gain the much-needed time to focus on their big-picture revenue-generating ideas. Everyone wins. I love that. Um, 
Let's dive here. So a lot of people have heard that term. If you haven't heard that term, online business manager, but it's kind of um, vague and there is a certification process. But again, I think a lot of people out there can say they've been online for two years and they're putting themselves out there as an online business manager. So let's talk, let's just dive into just a little bit. What is that exactly? Yeah, absolutely. So an online business manager is some, you know, it's, I, I like to look at the virtual assistant, um, as an industry rather than a role. So an online business manager is essentially a type of virtual assistant that is definitely more focused on a managerial aspect of the business. So I view myself when I come into a client's business as more of a partner with my client because I am essentially helping to manage their team. I'm managing their projects. I'm managing their operations and I'm also managing them. You know, I'm managing our relationship and I'm making sure that they have time and space to focus on like the amazing things they do in their business. So I've got, you know, amazing clients. Some of them are very well known in the industry um, and they need time to have client meetings. They need time to, you know, maybe do sales or do their speaking engagements or write the book or create the course. So I come on the team and I manage their operations. I manage their team. Um, I'm essentially sometimes the buffer between them and their team. And in turn, they just, um, have lots of loads more time to, but then they fill that with things that hopefully make more money. And that's sort of what I aim to do and what we aim to do as OBMs. Um, and of course there's a rigorous certification process that I did back in 2012 when I, um, started out in this field, I was, you know, behind my corporate desk and like kind of, Figuring out how I was going to be able to work from home. I was pregnant and I had a really long commute. I was working in business development. I had my MBA and I was like, I need to go to corporate and work in business development and, you know, do the whole flying to Germany for business trips. And I did all of that stuff. And, I, you know, I just, for me, having a family was a priority and, um, I knew that I was going to be essentially the, the person in my family to take care of my kids mainly because my husband, you know, was all, he's also an entrepreneur and let, like, you know, that's just the nature of our relationship. I'm with the kids and, but I also am an entrepreneur. I had a landscaping company with him before I even had this OBM business that I've grown into an agency um, over the last, I think about four years. So right now I hire certified OBMs on my team and I also train. I'm one of three worldwide trainers and I'm actually trained to teach others to become online business managers. And it is a rigorous process and um, there's an exam and there, you know, there's, there is all of that. It is a certification process. Um, And it's been amazing because I get to really see the back end of different businesses and I am, um, obsessed with systems. I'm obsessed with delegating. I'm just, um, I really love the clients that I get to work with and the clients that come into our agency as well as the OBMs. You know, they're so just awesome. what kind of business would be best suited for an OBM? Yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, I often say that it really depends on revenue. So whereas every business will, will on some degree have a virtual assistant involved, you know, it might be a tech virtual assistant. It might be somebody helping you with your podcast production. Um, there's always VAs in the picture. So um, an OBM comes into a business when the client's at a specific revenue point. So I'd say, you know, when a client's, you know, in the six figure to seven figure and sometimes like low seven figures, that's the real sweet spot for an OBM because the OBM can come in and 
because we're more managerial and big picture thinkers, we can actually help the client brainstorm and get clear on their what they want to do and their goals and their vision so that they can like do more of what they're doing. And then we come in. So there has to be a business to manage. So I just want to be clear there. Oh, a lot why? of times I get... Yeah, I get people who contact me and they're like, oh, I have these dreams and aspirations of having an online business or even an offline business. And I'm like, that's all fine and dandy, but you need to bootstrap, you need to hire a VA, you need to, you know, yada, yada, yada. But when a client comes to me and they're making, you know, 10K and 10K and more a month, um, and they have a VA on their team, hopefully, or, you know, three or four other people, maybe they have a Facebook ads manager, they have um, somebody who produces a podcast, they have a VA, they have a client care person, maybe they have a personal assistant. Somebody needs to manage those people and make sure that the ship is staying afloat while they go off and do their speaking gigs or while they go off and you know do that retreat to write that book or create that course. Do OBMs only manage others or do they actually do tasks as well? So we do tasks as well, but they're usually higher level tasks. So, um, you know, I... I'll get into entreporter infusion stuff. Like I, you know, I, we have to understand the CRM and the tagging strategies. So I might have somebody who comes in as a, a, a consultant and sets up a whole sales funnel, but I'm going to be the one testing the sales funnel. I'm going to be the one, um, you know, a, a lot of the times because we're systems people and we want to make sure that the team runs smoothly. Let's say we're using a new technology that is going to automate the way that we post on social media. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to learn that tech. I'm going to, I'm going to figure it out and bootstrap it most of the time, right? Because a lot of, you know, tech's changing all the time. Then I'm going to create a system around it and I'm going to be, I'm going to delegate it to that VA. Um, so, or if a client care issue comes through and it's too much or it's a refund that needs to be approved, then we do that. Um, so you're like if, in a way, I, think, I would say the gen, like the general manager is how I kind of look right. at it. You do still yeah. do tasks in the general manager. We do do tasks. Like, of course, you know, and there's systems for everything. So if someone's sick or somebody needs to come in, but, you know, ideally. Do you help set up the systems? Well, let's say someone's created what they've created, but there's really no systems created. Do you come in and help them set up those systems if needed? That's our most favorite thing to do. Oh, my, my gosh. She's like, excited. That's what we do. So, um, yeah, that's what we do because that's what people really need. Like systems are not sexy. There's no sexy boss in systems. So we have to really, (laughs) we have to really. There's a lot of sexiness in systems. You know what's sexy? Having a vacation without your laptop. That's sexy. That is sexy. People talk about vacationing with your laptop and I'm like, no, have a vacation with no laptop and no cell Mm -hmm. phone and completely Mm -hmm. unplugging and going to Europe for four days and actually never touching the computer. (laughs) Yes. Or even like, so, um, recently, uh, one of the OBMs in our certification program was so managing a launch, for example, which, you know, can be a high stress time. So launch management is one of the key roles for an OBM. And one of my certified OBMs in the program was managing a launch as she was in the program. Cause a lot of people come in to get certified. They're already kind of working as an OBM. So she said to me, you wouldn't believe it. My client actually went on holiday during a launch. Okay. It was over the weekend. You know, it was over the weekend, but she went on holiday and I was like, that's amazing. That is like a true accomplishment because you know, usually, usually you're either entrepreneur, the client's overwhelmed or they're feeling like stressed out or they're doing things at a last, at last minute. But you know, the OBM, we come in a couple months in advance and we're, we're planners. We're planning things. We're making sure that the right people are in the right places and we're steering 
the bus, basically. Yeah, so you're steering the bus. bus, right? You're like the yeah. planner to go. Where is the course? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. So okay, Let's, I'm curious. You you have an MBA. What university did you go to? I would. I'm here in the University of Haifa in Israel. Oh, yes. okay, great. My point. Yeah. What I was pointing out is, what did you, what did you learn in MBA school that was different I, than OBA? Yeah. So I learned in my MBA. Um, I learned that ninety percent of success in business is luck. <laughs> And I was like, okay, I'm going to write that down on a note. Oh um, my, you really my, seriously learned that? Yeah, that's what, I swear to God, that's what one of my professors said. And um, the other thing that I really loved about my MBA that really, this was even before I was an OBM, I was, I did my MBA. Um, that's funny. I, I loved the IT stuff. Like I love the systems and I learned about, you know, we talked a lot about how systems are often built like in a very haphazard kind of. Um, almost like a quilt, you know, if you might, like that's how systems are built. So, you know, you know how it is with integrations and some things integrate, some things don't, one thing breaks, one thing doesn't. So in our online space, there's no like one size fits all. So when we come in to work with a client, usually that's what you have. You know, you've got these random systems. Sometimes you have, um, you know, sometimes the systems in their head, sometimes it's like, it's like kind of documented or somebody on the team kind of knows what needs to happen. So we come in there and we sort of wrangle all the systems and then automate and streamline where we can. So automate being sometimes we bring on a different person to do it or a tech technology to do it. And I think it's so, it is so critical to understand that, you know, there, so people will always ask me, what's the best CRM and what's the best this and what's the best that? And it's sort of like, well, you got to look at everything from above and then really kind of piece it all together in a way that really fits and works well you know, granted, things change, things break. Zapier is not our favorite. Question, people are probably listening and going, hey, how, you know, what is a normal cost for an OBM? Yes. So normally um, an OBM will start at about $65 an hour. Um, but of course, somebody who has a lot of experience, such as myself and my agency, I've been doing this for almost 10 years. And um I, 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 cause you know, you, we, we kind of go back to the digital marketing piece. I love digital marketing strategy. I'm going to funnel hackers. I go to traffic and conversions. Like I actually have a real passion for digital marketing. And I think that really enhances the, the value that I personally bring to my clients. Um, and it's something that I train my OBMs to learn. So I think it's, you know, everybody's different. I come in with that launch experience and having seen like hundreds of the back ends of different businesses and worked with tons of different softwares. Yeah. Um, but, you know, generally speaking, it's like about 65 to, you know, about 125 an hour, you know, somewhere, but do somewhere they in that really range. Need someone for four, do they need someone full time? No. Yeah. So usually we'll come on for between 20 to 40 hours. And then, you know, if okay. someone's launching, per it might month, be like per 40, month, per month, per month. Okay. Right. So it's your, and that's, that's sort of like, that's where it becomes, starts to become financially feasible because you, in a sense, when you're that kind of entrepreneur and you are creative and you know that you shouldn't, you know that you probably suck at project management and you don't want to dabble in the tech. So it's for those kind of people who want someone to come on and manage so that they can focus on what they're doing. But also one of the things that I keep in mind is like, you know, that's why we bring on the right VAs to do the bulk of the, of the delegated um, implementation work. I'm overseeing things and I'm at the end of the day testing and making sure that things are getting done in a standardized way, in a way that is sustainable for my client and in a way that's going to take, allow us to scale, 
you know, so mm-hmm. I help them scale because I've essentially come in and I'm like, okay, you know, I can handle this. I, you know, easy peasy for me to, this is my, this is my jive or whatever. Then they can go in and do, they can go out and do, you know, the networking and stuff that they need to do in order to continue to get more clients, make more money. Um, do you, but do you no. find that um, in the world of structure, do you find that people, c- companies like myself need to hire other VAs first before they can hire you? I mean, they might have some uh, part-time VAs, but do they really need to have like a big team before they can hire you? Can they hire you? You can help with that particular process maybe. Yeah, absolutely. So there's nothing like when I, when, when people come through and they post on my website to uh, work with us, the first thing I look for is do they have a VA? Because if they don't have a VA, it's a, it's kind of like not a red flag. But it's, all, it's like a, well, you know, why, where's the team? You know, where's the people that are doing stuff? Um, I've worked, I've, I can't tell you how many like 40 K a month clients I've talked to that are still doing everything themselves. Like, I'm just like, how? So, um, if they don't have a VA, part of the first 90 days, like the first 90 days working with the clients is really critical. And in the OBM certification, we teach a very specific way of, because, you know, you have to, I have to essentially come in and really understand your business. Where, where is the, where is the money coming in? How, you know, mapping out where the money is being generated and all those, the sales, um, you know, funnels basically. Yeah. So if there's no VA on the team or, you know, we need different team members, that's going to be in that first 90 day plan. And the client's going to know like, Hey, for now I might be managing client care, but I'm managing it with an eye to systems, documenting what I'm doing, creating canned email so that when we bring on that VA, it's like smooth sailing and she can take it and run. That, okay. That's what it would look like. So you would help them with that process of creating systems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, that's that's what we do because you know people have systems. They're usually here, and if they are documented, it's not in. Like I love the vir- so I talk a lot about the virtual office in my own team. And yeah, and what does that mean exactly? Anybody who wants to listen about it, and you know, it's just about having a place where. You know, more and more, uh, our online businesses are getting more complicated and we're needing to have a place where we can all kind of convene and, you know, it's sort of like the water cooler. So, you know, you have your Slack or your teamwork chat or your yeah. whatever. There's you so know, many five. places though. It's very frustrating. Right. But you have like, that's real time communication. Then you have your project management tool. Everything gets in the project management tool. The lot, the real time communication is not a place for tasks. It's just a place to be like, Hey, was this done or whatever? Like real time chat. All the tasks go into the project management tool. The recurring tasks we link to SOPs and specific documents that we save in Google Drive. Google Drive is my favorite. Dropbox is fine too, but it's about having a link and a collaborative space for, for all your team members to access the team documents. So mm-hmm. I have a, a, a le- like I love setting that up for clients because I, it's like sort of like just makes me happy in a really bizarre <laughs> kind of way. Um, and then of course, so I mean, that's, that's really it. You've got your place for systems. You've got your project management tool. Um, you know, there's not, there's, and the real time communication. So that's really the virtual office space. Those are the components that are going in there. That's making it really, really easy for everybody on the team to really know what's going on. So instead of saying like, Hey Joe, you know, find the master document with all the URLs for our sales pages. Like he's, we've got a file set up in the virtual office about where all of our master documents are. Like it's very clear and it's, it's needed in every business. Yeah. So you actually, actually help people with the SOPs. 
Yeah, that's that's mainly what um, what we do. Because because again, you know, I can't. I also want to be able to take a vacation from my clients' businesses, and I. So it's not like I don't want them to transfer everything and be like, okay, bloop. Now it's your problem. It's like no, I'm going to make it so that the business runs on systems and not people. That's my goal. If if I can achieve that, I've done what I needed to do. And you know, if someone's sick or somebody needs to take off or somebody ghosts us, because it happens, you know, it does happen in the virtual world, we're covered. We've got it. We know right. what that person was doing. The, yeah, that happened recently to me. So uh, someone just like after we got all the systems in place, they disappeared. <laughs> Really? It took like six months and then it was like, what? What do you mean? You're leaving? What? And then they just like disappeared. I'm like, what? So I have been there. And then, or and this has happened too, um, myself and other people included, where you get someone who's up and running, you train them on the systems. And I've had this where they know they're like, okay, I got this. And then they come back to the business owner and go, I want to triple my rate. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's tricky. Because that you is train tricky. this person and they know everything and there really is no SOP and you're kind of, yeah. So that's, that's a problem. That is a problem. So the problem I had that happen. Mm-hmm. They said, you need to triple my fee. I'm like, excuse me. No, no, no. They, that they, was, they, yeah. Cause they were holding the information uh-huh. and they they feel like they can't be yeah. your replacement. But that's why system, but then you had the systems come in. So the person who set up your systems, I mean, did she, did she put someone else in there? Cause maybe you need an OBM to sort of manage those systems. Mm-hmm. Maybe she Right. No, I need an OBM. I don't have not, one. Not an ongoing, you know. Yeah, no, I, no, I definitely, I'm very aware I need an OBM. So I'm sure we'll be talking. I need an OBM. <laughs> I have zero systems. I mean, I did zero. I have my own system. A lot of it's in my head. So I'm pretty bad about that. So um, I'm not great. Every time someone's like, you need SOP. I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, so, like I said, Thank SOPs you. are not sexy. Yeah, they're well, not. It's not about sexy. It's just, I don't think that way. I think right. in circles, my brain thinks very abstractly mm-hmm. in circles. I can't stand graphics that are linear. Like it's mm. hard for me to read. I actually, I thrived in chemistry and in uh, calculus because my brain is different. Weird. I, yeah, weird. I do not <laughs> do linear. Like if someone mm. sends me a, a marketing plan or something in linear, I literally like, I can't read it. And so mm. my brain just thinks in big picture. I think in like pictures. Right. So yeah, no, when someone says SOP, it's not that like, I don't get that. I think I'm like, there's a lot of entrepreneurs are like, I don't even know what yeah, every I think little like step just, yeah. is. It's like, totally. I don't know. What is, I don't know. <laughs> you just kind of do it. And then you're like, that was 10 steps. You're like, oh, that like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, and that required I, three people. You're like, oh, okay. Right, right. They're like, well, I only do this one piece. I'm like, yeah, I just did all of that in like 10 minutes you know? Yeah, totally. But I'm, but I'm normal like that with, I think entrepreneurs, not for, I mean, that, and that's where our bottleneck is. And so I'm pointing mm-hmm. out to people that this is very important. I think OBM is extremely important. So I want you to get that. It sounds expensive, $60 an hour for 40 hours a week. Now that is 10 grand. No, a month. Yeah. Yeah. Per month. But, but that's not, but you're saying for 20, 40 hours a month, not per month, per week. Right. Right. So it's about 10 hours a week. Right. Okay. Or got even it. five, five to 10 hours a week could be, some, you know, somebody starting. I mean, it really, de- it's sort of a, um, a product of how many team members there are and how much revenue is coming through and how many products are launching and 
you know, all that stuff. All that kind of fun stuff. That's cool. Okay, yeah. great. Well, where can they find you? A, where can they find you? A, to hire you? B, to work with yeah. your agency or C, maybe they're like, oh, I want to be an OBM. Like, how, like where can they find yeah, you? Yeah, totally. So if you go on over to saranoked.com, that's S-A-R-A-H-N-O-K-E-D.com forward slash like a boss. Oh, We've got something, you know, special there for you guys. Um, and of course you can, you know, find out all the information there about the certification and about working with us and working with the agency. And the other thing that I do too, because as you know, I'm in Israel. Um, most of the clients that we deal with are, are Eastern time us until Australia. We have a lot of Australian clients, a lot of European clients, but of course, because I'm training all of these awesome up and coming um, certified OBMs, part of what I do is a matchmaking service. And I, if I, if I meet a client who something about their business um, resonates with me enough so that I can kind of connect it with somebody that I, you know, cause it is a personality thing, right? It's all about re- business is all about relationships. So if I can make a good relationship connection with a client and an OBM, yeah, then that's right. kind of what I aim to do as well. Cause there's a lot of people that need this kind of support. And like you were saying at the beginning, there's a lot of people who call themselves VAs and OBMs and, you know, so it's, it's, um, it's good to know where the good people are, where the good guys are for sure. Yeah. And that's really true because I went on, I went online one time to, um, there's like an OBM kind of place you can find the OBMs and there's just all these people. And I'm just like, I don't right. know who they're, if they're good, you know, I don't know. And I reached out to a few and some like responded, but I'm like, I'd rather go to you and go, Hey, this is what I'm doing. Do you have someone? Can you match me right. with somebody? Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Or work with your agency. Yeah. And then we sort of, we'll do like a, a sort of a handover. Cause I'll bring, cause again, you know, I really love, digital marketing strategy, which doesn't always fall into the wheelhouse of the OBM. You know what I mean? A lot of yeah. the times they're just, they're project managers. They are, they are people, people as well. So people, people. <laughs> so because I have that digital marketing strategy, I'll sometimes do a whole plan for a client. You know, it might be like a six month plan of like, here's what we're going to do. Here's how we're going to launch it. Here's what we need to get in place, whether it be a Facebook ads manager or what have you. And then, um, and then I get the OBM on there, you know, basically executing the project and making sure that the people, right people are in the right places. Nice. Okay. That's awesome. Well, great. I love it. So where could they find you again? So if they go on over to saranoked.com forward slash like a boss, that's where you can find me. And hanging out online. <laughs> and hanging out online. Okay, great. And that's yeah. Sarah, S-A-R-A-H-N-O-K-E-D.com. That's right. Like a boss. Slash, slash, like a boss. Well, thanks for being here. And thanks for explaining to us what OBM is, what online business manager is, and when that com- when a company is like, hey, we're ready for this kind right. of solution. So I thanks love that. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, super fun. Thank you so much for being here. Everyone, this is Heather Havenwood. Check us out at heatherhavenwood.com. We're also on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeart, and soon to be Pandora, as well as Roku. I'd want Heather Havenwood. Check us out. Bye. Are you a coach, consultant, small business owner, or online entrepreneur? Do you want to significantly grow your business, triple your list, and double your sales conversions? If the answer is yes, then launching a podcast is the next step. You see, being an expert in your field, having a website is no longer enough to be noticed in today's marketplace. I call it the influencer effect. Being an influencer is the key. You see, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. And having your own podcast helps people to connect with you. If you're interested in having me help you launch your own podcast, grow your influence, 
and promote your business, then go to InfluencerGrowthFormula.com. That's InfluencerGrowthFormula.com. And let me help you rise to the top. Thank you for listening to Like a Boss, helping you rise to the top. Join Heather's Mastermind at InfluencerTribe.com, where she helps you become an influencer and dominate your field. Follow Heather Havenwood on Instagram. Interested in interviewing or scheduling a call with Heather? Go to callwithheather.com. For more, go to heatherhavenwood.com.